Hey there, mighty men. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, founder of Men Made For More Coaching. Our business helps husbands level up their life, their leadership, and their legacy in marriage and in business. The purpose of this podcast is to bring together like-minded men that feel destined for big things in their life, provide you the resources and community that you need to lead yourself, your family, and your business. If you've ever felt overwhelmed, frustrated, lost, or alone on your journey to a better and more purposeful life, you're in the right spot. You weren't designed to be average, so it's time to quit living that way. Today, I'm giving you permission to unlock your true potential and step into all that you were made for. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's guest episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Join with uh, Dr. Tim Lasby here. Second appearance on the show. First one was episode two or three was one of the uh, better ones that I think we've ever recorded. So stoked to have you back on here, Tim. Pumped to be here, Sharko. Love spending time with you and, and love uh, the community that you're creating and, and happy to be a part of it. Yeah, man, I appreciate you giving the giving the time. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of uh, digestible things, a lot of quick uh, quick and practical things here today. Uh, for those that didn't catch the first episode with Tim, we'll link it up in the show notes. Go check that one out if you want a, a more thorough uh, thorough background for for Tim and what he's been up to. But Tim, if you uh, if someone one of our listeners just jumped in the elevator with you, they had a, a sixty second uh, sixty second elevator ride to hear kind of what you're up to, what you're excited about. Uh, what would you tell them? I'm a chiropractor. I've been in the field for five years and I, uh, my expertise is helping people get really healthy. Um, you know, most people come to see me originally for some type of pain or uh, problem. Like most people see a chiropractor. Um, but, but I'd say my, my expertise is, is helping people live life to the full, helping them analyze different areas of their health and of their life and, uh, and help them, uh, experience more of it. So wh- whether that be, changes in their diet or changes in their mindset or helping them find the right fitness program for them or detoxify their body. And then, um, you know, my, obviously my wheelhouse is helping people improve the the position and the motion of their spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And, and you and I get along so well, cause we do have those similar passions and what started out as, you know, maybe more specifically on the health side of things or what we thought was health, maybe a more single track focus of chiropractic of PT. We found out how broad that was and getting more into uh, coaching in these other areas and, and just all the other things that, that go into health. And it's, it's so cool to see what you've built up through, through your practice doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Health is the vehicle, you know, to, to take you wherever you want to get to, you know, if, if you want to be doing better in your job or doing better with your family or, or serving more in your community, you know, you can always do that better when, when your, your body and your brain are, are, uh, functioning well and vibrating at a high level. Mm-hmm. So good. And, and it's been cool to see, you know, and knowing you for, you know, since, since college senior evolution through, uh, having your practice and growing your practice and doing those things. And what started out as a passion, like, like us, you know, growing into a, a successful business is always so encouraging to see. And, and I want to have you kind of speak some, some life into the, you know, the business owners out there, the ones maybe that already have a business and they're feeling like they're hitting a ceiling or those ones that uh, are maybe just in those starting stages of getting something off the ground. They're in that, that side hustle mode. And a lot of people have a, have a vision. They have this, this idea that 
that only they can see at, at the start. But how do you take that vision of having this this thing that you want to accomplish, this these amount of people you want to help, and then also bringing that in the day of the day? Because I think where a lot of people would have t- we've talked a lot about in the past is people have this big vision, but then they get so bogged down in the details, they don't take action, they don't uh, they don't do the things they need to bridge that gap from from that long term big picture vision mission they have and the day to day details. So can you speak any uh, can you speak any advice to people on how you kind of marry together that that long term vision you guys have as a company, and then also how that uh, impacts your day-to-day actions? Yeah. Well, both are extremely important. I, I don't want to downplay the the significance of either one. The vision is where it starts. And I think a lot of people get stuck or hung up trying to figure out what next month looks like or next year looks like, or, you know, I, I want to make this amount of money so I can pay my bills or so I can start putting some away or uh, and they see what what can be accomplished within the short term, but what really drives even short term success is the long term vision. So I did. I, I grew a successful practice uh, very quickly out of school, and it was because I stepped into the field literally thinking that I was going to change the world. Mm. That that my message was what the world needed to hear. That if I got in front of enough people, that I could change my community and my state and the nation. If I, and if I got in front of the right people that, that, you know, like the entire world would start to have this awakening and, and better awareness of their health. And it, it was that vision of, of like changing the world and, and changing my community that drove me to find the right day-to-day action steps to see growth in, in the short term. And you know, I'm far from uh, changing the world and really even far from changing my community, obviously having, you know, an impact in lots of people's lives. But um, it was that initial huge vision that gave me the the fire, the drive to do the the nitty gritty um, daily things that, that need to be put in place in order to have success. So you do, you got to start with a huge vision for, for what you want to do. And don't think a year down the road, mm-hmm. I really don't even think five years down the road, think what does this look like if I really execute this well and I stay committed to it? Mm. And then, you know, and then the second note is you got to recognize that any big success takes a lot of small little commitments day in and day out, staying committed to things that you might not be good at yet. Um, staying good at, or staying committed to the things that aren't necessarily fun, but, but move the needle forward. Man, that's so good. And I love when you talk, uh, talk vision. The other thing I sense so, so much in your story is, is belief as well. Can someone have, have vision without belief? And, and how do you see those two tying together? Cause I, I, I hear that you have this big vision, but that also takes a lot of belief in yourself and your purpose. You can't just say, I want to change the world. But if you're, if you're doubting your ability to do that, or what you offer is, uh, is going to do that, that's going to run into eventually some, uh, some roadblocks. I, I would, I would think. Yeah. Uh, visions without confidence are just, you know, distant dreams, you know, so the vision is important, but you, yeah, you, you definitely have to be certain in yourself that you are called and capable of carrying it out. And not that, that you're necessarily even prepared or ready to get to that point immediately, but that you have the, the conviction and the commitment to continue to refine yourself. You know, it's, you have to be willing to to work on yourself more than you're willing to even work on your business. You, know, mm-hmm. you got to um, to do the things that 
that you're not good at to get better at them. Or, you know, you got to refine your craft, find your strengths and, and make your strengths unstoppable. Um, yeah, you're right. It's, it's all about confidence. Confidence changes everything, changes relationships, it changes your business. Uh, and it inspires people along the way. When, when people see a confident person, they, uh, they become confident and more, uh, more confident in themselves. So, um, one of my mentors used to say, everybody's uncertain until they meet a certain person. And sometimes you just got to recognize you are that certain person. So you got to be certain when you step into situations. Yeah. I love that. And talk a lot about, I talk a lot about self-leadership too. And and people are, think they're in these leadership positions or they, they try and study so much of how to lead others, but they haven't mastered. How do I lead myself? How do I carry myself? How do I do those things? Because people will naturally be attracted to your vision and to your confidence to those things that you're speaking on versus trying to worry so much about how do I, maybe how do I manage people or how do I uh, try and force people to see my vision? It's like, just, you know, set yourself on fire. People drive all over to, to watch it burn. It's so true. It's so true. So, you know, when, when you, then when you get into it and you get into the day to day, uh, and I I've done this myself, you lose sight of that big long-term vision that really drove the success in the first place. And, and you, you know, when you start to level out and plateau, you got to look back to the thing that made you successful in the first place or the thing that allowed you to grow was that big vision. And, you know, you, you still got to look back to that and, and then allow that to drive the, the actions when, you know, you are uh, getting complacent areas or you might be good enough at something to, to be sustainable, or you, you know, you might even be successful in other people's eyes, but if you're not where you want to be, you got to get back to the, the grind and, and, um, and be willing to, to put in the work. Yeah. So good. And when you, when you get to the point where, where you've brought on other employees and trying to, trying to grow this vision, how do you, how do you communicate that vision in a way that gets other people excited and make sure they're not just going through their day-to-day punching the clock, going through the motions, but actually know that they're buying into something bigger. You got to be intentional with it and you got to pick your spots on when you're going to, to pour this into your team. Um, you can't just expect it to happen, you know, throughout interactions, you got to set time aside, uh, on the front end and then regularly to remind them back why we're doing what we're doing. Why are we making all these phone calls? Why are we, you know, why, why are we making sure that the, the bathrooms are extremely clean? You know, mm-hmm. why are we doing these little details that make a huge difference in the, the big vision um, that, that you won't have issues with that if you have team members that understand the big picture. Um, but they, you know, just like you might lose sight of the big picture at times, your team members do too. So, you know, it, it's, it's good to, to make it a regular habit of, of reminding them um, of what we're trying to do. So I did this with my team, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we were, setting out our plan of attack or our, you know, what we were going to be doing in, in the first quarter in this season and the events that we had coming up. And uh, I said, let's just take a step back. The th- and I, I let them know the thing that, that got me excited in the first place to want to do this, to, to get to this level was envisioning what a community looked like that understood that health is a normal birthright in people, that disease is not the normal thing because that's not the, the reality of the world that we live in. So I started to talk to them, like, what would it look like if the entire community started to understand and practice the principles that we know and we love? Like, what would a school look like that served healthy food rather than crap? Like, what would those, Mm -hmm. and then what would those kids be able to accomplish as they got older? Like, what would it look like if instead of schools having, you know, 
every fall they, they bring in someone in to give the flu shot. What if two, three times a year, we brought a chiropractor in and we got kids adjusted? What if we started teaching them the importance of caring for their spine at a young age, rather than sticking them behind laptops and making them, you know, sit with crappy posture all day, you know, like what would those kids look like? And we started to talk about this and, and that's when you can see the energy in your team change. And then it's, it's the things that you don't even like necessarily have to tell them to do. They just start doing them. So it's, it's that vision that you have to remind yourself of, but you also have to project that to your team. Um, and we were just talking about this, finding a team member that is sold out on your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing is going to be someone that is willing to do the things that, um, aren't necessarily the most fun all the time. And there's so much, so much good in that from, uh, from finding the right person, but also I love what you, as you communicate the vision, as you bring your team along with it, it's not just speaking it at them of like, Hey, this is our vision, learn it, memorize it so that you can recite if someone has it, but actually enlisting them in it and letting them be a part of it. And, and going through that type of exercise is, is a really cool way to get them like really bought into it and, and, and feeling like they have a, a role in it because they absolutely do. Yeah. Get, get their brains thinking big vision, like ask them what, what, could this look like? What does this look like? What impact could this have? Mm-hmm. Man, it's also good from, uh, and as it relates to your, to your actual practice. And I know a lot of people are coming to see you with maybe one specific health injury, or they know the, they, they know the, maybe they know the importance of getting adjusted. Like someone comes in to see us in our physical therapy clinic and maybe back pain is the reason they're coming in, but there's, there's usually underlying benefits, side effects, if you will, positive side effects that they get from, uh, addressing not just their back and addressing some of these other things from a, from a posture issue, from a spine issue. What are some of those other benefits where we, where people might come in and they just say, I just want my neck to be out of pain, but what are some of those other things that are are happening behind the scenes, if you will, when someone starts focusing on their posture? That's gold. So you nailed it. I'd say 90% of people come in because they have some pain that they want to address. And the first thing is, is recognizing that, addressing that and f- helping them understand that their needs are going to be addressed in that. So you got to meet them where they're at. Um, but then, you know, as you're starting to explain the body and how the body works and they recognize that their spine isn't something that just hurts every now and then it's something that surrounds, protects their spinal cord and their nervous system and their connection from their brain to the rest of their body and to their organs then you can start to tell them stories and make connections with them. And uh, this isn't just going to affect how your back feels This is going to affect the way you digest your food and how your immune system functions and how you sleep at night. Um, I would say that that would be like the next level of understanding beyond that, you know, you can start to cast vision for people down the road. Hey, what does this look like 10, 20, 30 years from now, maintaining yourself in good health? You know, how much time are you going to save? How much more, memories are going to be able to make with your family, how much money you're going to save if, if you don't end up getting sick. Like sickness and disease is what will crash your finances faster than anything. It's, it's 80% of bankruptcies are people that lose their health. Um, so I would say that's the third level. And then the fourth level is, is what I fell in love with about caring for my body. And it's what we were talking about before. Your health is your vehicle to serve your purpose and to serve other people. When you are in a good state or, you know, when you're carrying yourself with good posture, it doesn't just affect you and how your body functions. Like we were saying before, when you're confident in yourself and you're shining your light and you're, you're in the zone, whatever you want to say, that affects everyone around you. And it, it brings light to them. It makes them feel better. It, um, it empowers them. So 
the, the highest level I would say is recognizing that your posture not only affects your energy, it affects the energy of the world around you. Mm-hmm. Man, it's so good too. And, and people can tell the same way with, uh, you know, with, with that vision, with that confidence. And I know we got to respect your time here. I know you have a, a, a date night with the, with the misses. So as we start to wrap up, I want to, you know, great stuff on, on health. I, I know we could talk all day on that great stuff on business. Uh, just from another, another struggle for us as, as men though, I, I know a lot of people I talk to, I've struggled with myself. I know you've, you've mentioned you struggle with this of, of putting on this external confidence before really having that, that internal confidence, that internal belief we were talking about earlier. And it's almost like a, a shell of it. It feels fake. It doesn't feel authentic. And I, I know a lot of guys have struggled with this. Can you, can you speak any life into someone that feels like they're, they're going out and putting on maybe an, an external shell of, of confidence, but they don't, they don't feel confidence on, on the inside of them. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I would say part of it's true too. And I, I think you could probably speak to this too when you're not confident in yourself, it's still important to put on the shell. Mm -hmm. Some people say fake it until you make it. You know, I I remember not necessarily being completely sure of who I am or or what uh, I was put on this earth to do or um, feeling comfortable in my own skin, kind of feel like I had to put on an act. Um, But putting on the act is so important. You know, like if you're going to impact people's lives, if you're going to influence them and inspire them, put on the, the shell, put on the show, whatever it is. Um, but you're right. It's, it's the things that you do in the, the, the secret place and the quiet time and, and understanding who you are and being at peace with, with who you are and, and why you are the way that you are. And, um, I think at the end of the day, the thing that can give you most or more peace than anything is, is recognizing that you are unique and beautiful and you are good and you've overcome a lot. Like a lot of people don't recognize that no matter where you're at in life, you have overcome some stuff. You know, you've made it through this. You've put your head down, you've battled, uh, and you, you're always going to have battles to face. Um, and you just gotta kind of rest and and be okay with that. And, and, um, remember that, that people are going to like you more for who you are rather than, um, than when you are pointing on the show. But mm-hmm. until that happens, you got to put on the show because yeah. <laughs> the, the show is what drives you, you know? So it's like, you know, until, until you recognize that you are the show, um, you know, put on the show, but at some point you'll wake up and, and see, Oh, this is who I am. I, I am kind of a big deal. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just screams, you know, comparison as you were talking about that too, of it's, if you look at other people's battles, they've overcome and other people's accomplishments and those things, you miss out on all those things that you, you have accomplished and you can't, you know, compare battles in terms of numbers or significant. It's like every battle in your own life is significant for a reason. And those things you overcome are, you know, those are things you can hang your head on and start to build momentum with. And those things of guilt and shame and those things have, have no place. And they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're just lies and old stories and things that you don't need to be, don't need to be telling yourself, but I do agree at times you just gotta, you do gotta go out and just, you'll bring it externally, even when you're not feeling it internally. And, and that over time can, uh, can give you the the confidence you need to, to actually become it. For sure. Comparison, like you said, comparison is the thief of joy and you can't worry about what you're not doing. Uh, it's, it's more important to, to remember what you are doing. Mm-hmm. 
So good, Dr. Tim. I want to uh, respect your time because uh, date nights, we got to take care of our uh, of our ladies, of our wives, of our spouses, our significant others when we uh, have those commitments. I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, any last words of wisdom and where can people reach out to? Where can people find you? People can find me on uh, Instagram, Dr. Lasby. You can find me on Facebook, uh, just my name, Tim Lasby. Um, if you want my num- uh, phone number, you want to text me directly, go ahead. You know, I could get that to you, but uh, reach out. I-, I check those platforms pretty well. Um, last words of confidence. Uh, I'll reiterate what I said before because this is something good that, uh, that I remember. Hey, everybody's uncertain until they meet a certain person. Mm. You are that certain person. Be certain. So good, man. I love it. I love you. Appreciate you coming on today, Tim. And uh, man, always fun, whether it's a, whether it's a few minutes or whether it's us uh, chopping it up for a long time. So thanks for taking some time out and uh, sharing all that wisdom. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Sharko. Let's, uh, let's do it again. Thanks for listening today, guys. I'm believing that even if you apply one thing from today's show, you're taking one step closer to living as the man you were made to be. Meaningful change doesn't happen overnight. So keep showing up and keep consistent every single day until good things start to happen. If you haven't already, taking 60 seconds to write a review on whatever platform you're listening on goes a long way in growing this podcast and reaching other men just like you that are hungry for more in their life. If you have any questions on today's show, feedback, or content you want to see more of, shoot me a text. Yep, text me. 760-477-4361. That's 760-477-4361. Let me know that you're listening in so I can personally thank you for your support of myself and the show. That's it for today, guys. It's time to raise your standard for yourself. Stop settling for just getting by. Go all in on your passions and the life you were made for. I love you guys and talk to you soon.